Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Okay, welcome to another free masterclass with a guest expert on the podcast. And I'm going to run you through, like I do for all of these episodes, the title, and then our five core themes, and then introduce you to the guest expert, and then we're going to dive straight in. So this is a juicy one today, the impact of style on your personal brand. So anyone listening to this, if you're online, you're using the online space, you will have some type of personality in your content, in the way that you show up, and in sharing yourself. And usually that will be some kind of personal brand. So in today's episode, we're going to hopefully cover these five areas to support you with what that might look like. So number one, what truly is branding for your personal brand? So you might have some preconceived ideas, what you think it is or it isn't, uh, what you believe a personal brand is. So we're going to actually dive into that a bit more. How can you find out what your brand style is? So maybe you're following people online and you think, oh, I like that style. And that's become yours by incident rather than by choice. Do colours really matter? So that's going to be number three. Number four, what can help your personal brand then stand out? And then number five, final top tips if you want to try and build your personal brand. So that's what we're going to be covering this masterclass slash podcast and hopefully spending time just really unpacking what this is for you. Okay, so this isn't just going to be uh, the two of us talking about it from our perspective. It's really about how it can help you and, and what we can do to help you move forward. But before we do that, you need to find out who the guest expert is. So hello, Janine. Hello, Samantha. Lovely to be here. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. Let everyone know who you are, what you do. Hello, everybody. It's nice to be here. I am Janine Coney and I am a personal brand strategist and an international style coach. And just to break that down into simple format, that means I help women leaders literally feel and look like the best version of themselves and stand out from the crowd, really get visible in who they are and be seen as the expert that they are in their field. And I, um, I kind of uniquely use a mixture of my experiences in marketing and personal branding and as a style coach to bring all of that together because I realize those are the things that really create the big impact 
And they're the areas that some people struggle with the mo most in their self-confidence and self-esteem as well. Mm, I love that. Okay, so before we kind of dive into number one, which is what actually truly is branding when it comes from a personal brand perspective, what do you, what's led you to this path? Okay, so keeping this brief, otherwise we could be here for the whole of the podcast. Um, my background really is in um, marketing and um, and PR and media and personal branding. And that's what I worked in for years and years and years. Um, and through that time, um, I've always had a very sort of very, very keen interest in style. And I also suffered in my early sort of teens and 20s with uh, very bad anxiety. And that really held me back. And I noticed how it's held me back. And I tended to be one of those people who would uh, sit quietly in a meeting when I knew the answer to a question and wouldn't push myself forward to be that person that I knew that I was inside. I just didn't have that confidence. Um, clothes were part of my armor. They were something that gave me confidence. And I realized that that actually gave me the self-esteem as well and confidence, as I say, to move forward in things. And then um, life events happened and changed. And unfortunately, I lost both of my parents and that becomes a big impact on your life and can actually kind of accelerate things and make you realize that you should just go after your dreams. So at that point, I decided that I would literally kind of park where I was in my career and start something very, very different. And I retrained and became um, a, an international style coach. Um, and that is very unique in itself because it means I'm actually uniquely trained in um, life coaching as well as style coaching. Because of my anxiety, I realized that there was so much of the inner work that needs to be done as well as just what you wear on the outside. Quickly, as I started my business, I then realized that actually with all my experience as well on the marketing and branding side of things, effectively, that I could actually help women leaders, women in business, just like myself, who are looking to make that breakthrough, make that impact and be seen. I was going out to networking events, realizing that so many people didn't like networking events. They find them really hard. They're not sure what to say, how to show up, how to be seen. You see these explosive people on, um, you know, on social media who, um, you know, uh, who you feel are doing absolutely amazingly and you start comparing yourself to them. So the imposter syndrome sets in. And I realized that I could really help people not just overcome how they felt from the personal and the visibility point of view and image point of view, but also how they you know, take themselves forward and, and literally project themselves to get that success that they want. Mm, I love that because I do think that there's a, there's a misconception between what a personal brand actually is and what style is. And, and people have this oh, idea. Yeah. That I think two things can happen. Actually one pathway is people believe that they have to share their everything to have a solid personal brand so you know vulnerability is on all levels so you've got one pathway where people are like do I need to share more of my life am I not sharing enough is my personal brand not personal enough and it becomes more about your personal life and people kind of feel that pressure then you have the other pathway where it's all about the aesthetic what colors I use what font I use how do I make this look like a brand 
And what you've described is is more of a synergy between the life that you create and the person you become. And that's the most important thing, because as we know, marketing and PR, everything has changed in the world and people buy from people. I think it's one of the sort of oldest sayings that I can remember from starting in marketing, but it's actually the truest and even more true now. But the thing is, people are trying to be like other people and and you have to realise a personal brand is exactly that, what it says on the tin is your personal brand. But it isn't, as a lot of people think, as you've just said, your font and your logo. Those are part of your branding, but your personal branding is actually, as it says, personal. It's all about you. And therefore, that's why it needs to be really authentic. Mm. Well, that's a really good place to start then, because I do think that people, um, you know, especially when we look at this and people listening to this, everybody will resonate because, you know, the people that spend time on on the podcast do have their own businesses or in that space. But personal branding definitely gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes, I think, in terms of what we believe it is and what it's not and the pressure we put on ourselves with a personal brand as well. So from that very quick sort of snippet, what, what would you say? is the essence of of a true personal brand you know any misconceptions you want to unpack and what truly should people be spending time focusing on so the first thing they need to focus on um, is the fundamentals of who they are yeah literally it's it's that inner work before they do anything else it's really funny because I think anybody who starts a business if you talk to them the first thing they'll start looking on is like the internet looking at people's websites comparing themselves looking at other people which is great don't get me wrong of course people are going to take influence and you've got to do that but you then start maybe looking at a color that other people are using or you're looking at a brand type that somebody else is using without really considering who you are and what your values and beliefs are and where you want to take your business and also the message that you want to give people and that's the most important thing that you've got to drill down on before before you even begin with any of the, I want to use this font, I want to use these colours. Mm. A lot of the time when I talk to people about that, they w- won't have even given any thought or have any understanding to the colours. And I'm not putting too much emphasize on, uh, emphasis on that at this stage because the colours aren't the be-all and everything. I would say what the be-all and everything in your brand is absolutely being unapologetically, authentically you and not being worried about that and not being frightened to stand out from the crowd. The thing is, and I think the biggest hurdle for people is how they are seen. And that is why they end up then trying to be like other people. But actually the biggest lesson that I've learned myself over the time too, is actually it's when you're truly yourself that you stand out from the crowd to other people. And if you've got a way that people could start doing that or like how how do people know when they're being truly themselves I'd start literally first of all I'd sit there and I'd start writing down about what is really important to you in your world what are game changers what are your values and one thing I talk to my clients about and it's really they go I don't know what my values are I don't know start thinking about if you've got Um, children or you've got you know obviously a family what values do you hold really dear really dear what are absolute like non-negotiables to you as well that you you know you 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 just don't um you know what's the word I'm thinking of not put up with but you don't um or in your life yeah those are really good indicators I always think good indicators are things that you that you love and also things that you don't love and I know we're coming on to talk about style later, but those are really key indicators in your style too. But, you know, 
literally really working out what your values are and what your beliefs are so that you know that the messages that you're giving and that you're connecting with your people are true to you not somebody else's and that's the fundamental way that you can literally start off with your own personal brand like for example would this be one so Mm -hmm. I I used to talk about this a lot so in my normal everyday life I don't really wash my hair or wear makeup Mm -hmm. like I I find it really annoying straightening my hair because it's curly so Mm -hmm. usually on a weekday Mm -hmm. my hair will be in a ponytail and then on the weekend, when I'm going out or I'm socializing, I'll make more of an effort. Yeah. So when it came to transitioning out of, you know, teaching and doing this all the time, I thought I don't want to set myself up for my personal brand to be very much based on I can only show up when I feel like I have, you know, washed my hair, straightened my hair, wear, wear makeup. So uh, one of my tell me if this is an example of what you're saying, one of my sort of values is. I want to be able to just rock up as I am and people still value what I'm saying the same, you know, like as in if I want to be in my gym kit, get gear, if I want to have no makeup on, if I want to be walking the dog, if I'm like puffed out and sweaty, I very much wanted to create a brand around the way that I live my life. Absolutely. Create the lifestyle brand. The one thing I would say there is that is brilliant when you built up a personal brand where in a sense where we've heard the saying your reputation precedes you. Right. I am sure if I said to you, Sam, you're going on stage tomorrow, mm. you're, you, you wouldn't be saying to me, hey, Jeanine, I'm going to rock up there in my gym gear. Tomorrow. Oh, no way. Yeah, no way. So it has to obviously be the right brand that fits your audience and at the right time. But you cannot get away from the fact, okay, and this sounds harsh, I didn't write this at all, you know, that, um, you know, people will judge you within the first seven seconds of meeting you for the first time. And that is based on your appearance. And as I say, that is statistics that have shown that this is subconscious. I don't think we purposefully do it. But anybody who has interviewed anybody will also know, probably won't necessarily put their hands up to it, will know that you get a feeling from somebody when they walk in the room immediately Mm. and that that impression if you want it to be the right one then obviously you can make an impact on that then that's down to you and that's why you can manage your personal brand and that's why in certain situations and obviously in business situations more than any other then obviously we want to manage that effectively we're obviously not talking about laying on the settee on a Sunday reading the papers Mm, that's a good point actually about context you know making sure it's got the right context but would you say then on that which is a slight sort of detour but actually I think is important when when you're building up your personal brand like you said and you know the majority of people now whatever your business the online space is a huge way for you to get your yourself out there the brand you know connections whatever that might be um, would you say, based on the fact that people are going to form these impressions, which we know, like you said, it's a statistic and it's how human nature is, showing yourself rather than just having like flat lay images or professional photos or carousels, would you say that as well as people could form the wrong opinion, which would happen anyway, but actually can help bring your personal brand to life? Absolutely. You've got to be the face of your brand. I think it's the most important thing. And I think even if you're product based, I know a lot of the people you work with, Sam, are going to be more service based. But even if you're product based, people want to see the faces behind the brand. Think of Richard Branson, for instance, you Mm. know, with 
in Atlantic, yeah, you have to be the face of your brand. And that is even more important now in the digital world we live in. People yeah. want to build up that know, like, and trust, those three words that we hear all the time. And you can only do that by being the face of your brand. And that has to be authentic. And, you know, that can be you showing yourself behind the scenes. Or it can be those days, you know, where you're not dressed up. I'm not dressed up every single day as if I'm going out styling people or working with people. Of course I'm not. But when it matters, when I really have to show up in that like networking environment, then of course I'm going to show up as that person I want to be seen and create that right first impression. And you have to remember, if you decide to go online as that particular version of you and somebody hasn't seen you, then you've just got to remember, and I mean this with love, that people are going to perceive you in that way. And that's absolutely fine. But I love Tony Robbins' statement, and I've, I use this in my presentations when I'm talking to people, and his, one of his was, style, come, style comes before substance. You can have substance, but if you don't have any style, people won't recognise you in the first place. Mm, such that's a really quite poignant point, isn't it? Mm, yeah, and, and, you know, I think that's important, actually, because that first point around, you know, what truly is branding for a person... Yeah this part of the conversation does highlight actually it's a lot more about you as an individual what you stand for how you show up context yeah impressions like personalities not so much the other things that will come on to later like colors logos branding websites and and I do believe actually <clears throat> before we go on to the next one which is around how you make it stand out that that can hinder people a lot can't it because people get sucked into you know, my website doesn't look right, or I don't have professional photos, or I don't know if I have the right outfits, or I don't know what I'm supposed to pose like. So rather than just sharing themselves as the as the starting point, that becomes a real stumbling block for people, doesn't it? Well, yeah. And also then you're putting on a different sort of appearance and a falseness that when people actually start working from you with you, you, you know, there's no sort of similarity. They're not, you're not mirroring it. So you've got to make sure that what you're showing people is actually what people are going to get when they actually start working with you. That's mm -hmm. why your tone of voice that you use and how you come across on things is so, so important as well. And mm -hmm. that's why I think the importance in your personal brand of using your own voice. And I know you have to use a lot of other people in different areas, but you've got to make sure that that stays true to you as well. So yeah, I think it's really important. The, the most important thing is the authenticity behind it. Um, and going back to your point, and we'll probably go on to this. I think a good way to describe this is like, I think in years gone by, when anybody presented, they felt that they needed to go on stage in what I call the classic Hobbs suit, like a black suit, you know, with maybe a, a woman's yeah. kind of, your power suit kind of thing. But actually, for some people, that would be empowering if that is your style. But for yeah. some people, that would not be empowering, me being one of them. Therefore, I wouldn't go on and I wouldn't feel like that most confident version of myself. And I wouldn't connect with the people that I want to. Yeah. You, you, as you know, your your vibe attracts your tribe. And that's why you've got to keep your vibe in your personal brand authentic. Yeah, that's so true. And that that really helps us go into the next thing, which I put this in here because I always try and think when I'm when we're doing the this type of thing, you know, this like mini masterclass thing. Well, you know me, I like to be quite practical for people and I like people to walk away with things. And I think that. I always want to create solutions. So let's start with what the, the stumbling blocks are, you know, rather than giving top tips and facts and anything that people could Google, basically, how can we make this more about you and your experience, like Janine, the expert, but also about the listener, you know, like how can we make sure they actually get something? And the thing that I think people find hard 
in any situation, in any type of business, but also in life, is this idea of standing out without motive. And what I mean by that is sometimes we we want to stand out, but it makes us feel uncomfortable or if you are more introverted or it makes you almost feel like you need to be more braggy or arrogant or like look at me look at me and how you know so there's a there's a lot especially for a woman who you know in culture we in society we've always been the ones that you know in history have to be submissive you know fight for our rights you know obviously not getting political but there's been a lot over centuries of time where we've almost been Uh, contained so now to say to a woman stand out and be unapologetic and just you know be you and like fuck the world and just you know yes come on one of the biggest things that I see for women especially really wanting to stand out and build a business and create success and thrive and you know really come into their own you know like Karen Brady vibes you know that type of thing and we fair play the the struggle with that is how can someone find out what their style is without it feeling like it's a style if that makes sense like yeah without, like you know what I mean yeah absolutely yeah. How, how does that actually happen like oh I see these women wearing pencil skirts that must be the style how oh, do you find it well, I know what you mean there that's absolutely it's very much like if you could right so there's a very different thing between fashion styling and personal styling this is a good way to describe this as well and let's kind of put this into a bit of context so um if you walked into a shop and I could walk I could go out with you now I mean I obviously know you but I don't know you like personally in that way but we could go out shopping and I could probably pick some outfits for you and take them into uh into a changing room and pop them on you and I would go to you they look amazing on you you would look in the mirror and you would go I like it Janine and I go you look amazing Sam you look amazing I you know I picked that out for you you look fantastic yeah but it's not me I don't feel like me and this can happen in shops, you know, when you try something on, you open the, and the well-meaning shop assistant will say, you look amazing. And you're standing thinking, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Lots of people have told me they make lots of purchases like that, right? And they take them home and then they go a few weeks, like, what did I buy this for? I'll never wear it. I'll never wear yeah. it. Because they're not buying for their style. They're not buying for their lifestyle. But the difference here is that's kind of fashion styling. I could take somebody out and I could do that because I could look at their body. And if you think about models, that's very much like a model on a catwalk. They're doing the job. They're up there. They wear it. Doesn't matter. But for us, it matters because this is what we're going out to feel confident in. This is what we want to feel really great in. Let's even equate this back to a Friday night. How many times have people had a floor drobe of clothes where they've tried different things on? And just yeah. resort back to the same jeans and a nice top on a Friday night out because they, you know, because their wardrobe, they're just not feeling confident in it. Mm. So one of the first things I work on with people is this, is literally going really deep into the personal stuff. Everybody thinks the first thing we're going to do is go into their wardrobe and start pulling out outfits or I'm going to do as I love Trini don't get me wrong but Trini and Susanna did years ago which was go in and pull people's wardrobes apart and criticize it not at all we start with you so we start by our I start by asking my clients to pull together a vision board of things that they like things that push their boundaries things that they don't like as well as I say that's really important we go to a style personality questionnaire where we really, I ask lots and lots of questions to dig down deep. And I'll tell you for why, because over the years, as we evolve and change, we try and fit in 
we fit into different circumstances at school to fit into different groups. We go to work, we get influenced by what other people are wearing. We then maybe become, move into a different lifestyle stage in our lives. And then that changes. And then maybe our wardrobe doesn't, we get stuck, busy bringing up children, going into different you know, areas of our life, looking after other people, forget about ourselves, feel stuck, feel lost. All of these things lead us into a wardrobe of clothes that don't reflect us, lead us feeling less confident in ourselves, which when we're not feeling confident in ourselves, we don't want to put ourselves out there and we don't want to get visible. So these are all aspects that we have to take into account. But by first of all, delving into, again, um, looking at what you like, what you don't like, asking me asking all the right questions and I mean there are loads of these kind of personality quizzes online as well that you can do but as you know when you dig deeper you always find out more when you're working with people um, and then you can really start to focus on whether you are a casual dresser whether you are a really are a classic dresser you know and whether you you know you prefer to be seen in the suits whether you're more comfortable being in your jeans and 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 trainers and a t-shirt and then we can look at that and go right well if that's you how can we elevate that look to fit in with your lifestyle and the job that you have or how you want to be seen or what you're doing I've just finished helping somebody with like her presentation wardrobe she's an international speaker so we've worked on her wardrobe for home and her presentation wardrobe as well so it's making sure that that is all absolutely in, in alignment with who you are and your own personality. And that is whether you're working on it professionally or personally, the way that you want to start off. And it's by doing that and literally building your own sort of um, uh, mood board effectively that mm. you can start to see the, the things that you really gravitate towards and also the things again that you don't and that's why when you go shopping with a friend and somebody might hold up something and say to you this is amazing and it looks amazing on them but it doesn't look amazing on you yeah. all of those things come into play in understanding what your personal style is and when you get it then you can say no that's not for me that shop's not not right for me you stop making those buying mistakes there's just loads of things that sort of all come through yeah, I love that because actually there, there is a difference between the fashion styling and personal styling. And people don't think about it like that, but that's a really good way to just start off thinking. Yeah. How can you find out what your brand style is? Well, actually, your brand style isn't what you buy on the high street that you would wear out and about with your friends or whatever. It's a very different context. Totally. My 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 desire is for, for uh, my clients to feel like their wardrobe, their own wardrobe when they open, open it, feels like their own favourite boutique and it reflects them. Mm, that's so true, because even when I think about that now, things I would wear in my normal life, I would never wear presenting, talking on stages because I get really sweaty. I'm a really hot person. So there are certain materials I can't wear. I would very, very rarely wear a sleeve. Uh, I would very rarely have anything that's like capped or cupped or anything like that because I know I would sweat. But in yeah. normal life, I would wear them because it's not the same environment. You're not public speaking. You're not kind of on. And, you know, yeah. so I think that's a really good tip just to think about the difference when you're going shopping for yourself that, you know, from the fashion, like, oh, I need a pair of jeans or, I'm you know, I'm going to a barbecue or whatever versus when you're going shopping for yourself as a brand 
like when you're going to events and talking or even even if you're filming in your house you know like a lot of people do like youtube or lives and trainings and it's just your top half thinking about the 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 line and what you're wearing would be very different to maybe if you're going out with people and they see you in real life Oh, massively, massively. Another big tip here is to have a look at your lifestyle, work out how many hours a week you spend doing the things that you do. Um, You know, how many hours you're spending in an office? How many hours are you spending going out? How many hours are you in the gym? You know, how many hours are you presenting online? And then think whether your wardrobe actually represents that, because sometimes it doesn't. And a lot of times it doesn't. And then what people do is they buy for a lifestyle that they haven't got anymore because it's moved on and it's changed and the other thing is people don't sometimes like to buy things um just for everyday life which I found you know they, they buy things for going out or for keeping for best but every day is a best day really but yeah. ultimately I'm going off piece a bit there the thing is 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 you want to buy for the lifestyle that you have and to rep- represent who you are and how you want to be seen yeah. yeah, you have to think. I don't profess to this. You can have like one. You have to have one style. You, most people, when we do style personality, they'll have a dominant, and they will then have secondary, and sometimes even another one that's lying underneath. But what it always, we always, always pinpoint those areas that they've suppressed as well, because a lot of people are projecting an image that they think they ought to project, mm. not the image that is authentically them, and they want to. I love that. That's so good. You know, answering that question, how do you find out what your style is? I think that's really, really helpful. So then move part, like adding on to that, actually, like piling on top of it, because I do think this is the next thing that people struggle with. When you you become a lot more self-aware when you are in the public eye, you know, whether you're online, YouTube, however you're using social media, Twitter, it doesn't have to be Instagram, basically emails, wherever you are, you become a lot more self-aware because it's about you then isn't it and your business and your brand and you're trying to get it out there and really think about how you serve your clients and what impact you can make and I think the next thing that people then find difficult when it comes to their their brand is um and and again it's it's, it's everybody has a different version of this but feeling like if they've decided that the personality of their personal brand and the energy and the vibe and everything we've discussed so far is um orange and blue going out and thinking i can only wear orange and blue i need to just find clothes that are orange and blue and if we find clothes that are black it's boring or it's corporate or it's too masculine gray not a color white can't wear that because you can see a bra like we end up in this whole situation do you think well first question do colors matter and second part how can you bring color in but again in a way that you, you don't feel pressured like oh i love this style and i love it but it's not pink Oh, but it's not got glitter on it. How do we get past colour being a hindrance and embrace it more when it comes to your style, your personal brand? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is, is with colour, there are cut. There was. I have a. I hold on. I'm just trying to think how to word this. I absolutely adore colour, but I don't like colour dictating to people. And as a colour an- analyst, I have sort of gone through a bit of a struggle with this over the years because there's a very traditional way in doing color analysis right and i've had to move away slightly from the traditional way of doing it because the traditional way that people will know is more is in season spring summer autumn winter and it's 
I think it can be very dictatorial in telling people you can't wear black, you should never wear this, you don't wear that. And I didn't like that. I don't, don't think anybody should tell somebody what they should or shouldn't wear. If a colour doesn't look, isn't one of your best colours, but you want to wear it and you feel amazing in it, who am I to, or anybody to say to you that you shouldn't wear it? And that's what I struggled with. However, you cannot get away from the fact that there are best colours that suit people and there are colours that do not look good on them at all. Um, I'm not suggesting here either that you have a colour analysis before you start picking colours for your personal brand, but it is really good to understand that colours all have a meaning and that they, they actually um, reflect um, emotions and they, um, they give, they create impact. Um, and they have a psychological and a physical sort of effect on people. So when you're wearing a certain color, it doesn't just affect you. It affects those people who are in your audience as well. So you have the power to impact those people through the color that you're wearing. And that's why the colors that you use in your brand are really impactful. And if you look at the colors that the big brands use and you really then go, Oh my goodness, that's why they do that. Again, I go back to Virgin Atlantic, which is red. And you think of Virgin and, and um, as a brand, and it's a very energetic brand, very go-getting. Red in itself is obviously a, a very energetic, explosive color. So therefore, if you use red in your branding, then you are going to be really coming through as a kind of dynamic, go-getting get noticed. If you wear red in any of your photographs, I guarantee you will be noticed and get more likes on a, on a photograph and more views than you will if you wear a duller colour. Goes without saying. Doesn't mean you have to include it if it's not right for you. So if your personality doesn't reflect that, um, your values don't reflect what those colours represent, then you don't want to use those. And that's why working with somebody when you're first uh, you know initially evolving your personal brand or your brand in your business it's really good if you've got a color in mind to look at that and think is this actually really reflecting who I am so when it comes to color analysis and what looks good on you and what doesn't the difference here is standing out from the crowd and in your personal brand you do want to stand out and you do want to become recognizable so going on to your point about colors and obviously we all know that yellow is your color and you we all know that with personal branding if you're doing having a photo shoot then that's the time to really start thinking about your branding colors and how you can implement them and use those in your marketing campaigns to back it up mm. but then that doesn't mean you've got to dress in that those colors every single time that you're having any kind of photo shoot or you're doing anything at home or you're going live or anything mm. but the more you can use them and the more you can be me memorable, the better. But that's why it's important to make sure that the colors that you choose reflect your personal brand values and are right for you. But and that's when as well, by having a and knowing the colors that really works for, for you through a color analysis. And there are so many great you know, people who do this out there. Um, then you can obviously make sure that what you're wearing is truly reflective and is the best, you know, the best colours for you. I'm trying to keep that short because I could go on about that for ages. Have I answered that question there? Yeah, you have. And also for a few reasons. One, basically colour does matter, but when you use it correctly. So yeah. if you're going to decide, oh, I really want to stand out, so I'm going to use red, but you hate the colour red, 
eventually it will stop being part of your brand and then you won't you have to rebrand because yeah. the, what you did at the beginning was more for effect rather than values and connection to who you are it's just really good to know that you know and and knowing and, and understanding subconsciously what the power of color does to other people as well and how it affects how they perceive you it's just really really mind-blowing when you go into that and that's a whole conversation on its own um you know away from this um you know it's it's a deep subject but it's something that shouldn't be overlooked and those foundational stages of building your brand and your personal brand as well also when you wear the right colors you feel amazing it like up your face um you know those of you who you go baby who oh i'd like to look a little bit younger it can do that as well the wrong colors will do exactly the opposite and you do not want that in a photo shoot you do not want that if you're spending all that money to have a branding photo shoot you want to look and feel your best so you want to make sure you're wearing the right colors that literally kind of uh, bam make you look amazing because if you don't pictures will come out and you'll be like oh i just don't look good why is that color what's happening it'll drain you it can age you. You can look sort of sallow and yeah, and dark. You know, wearing too much black. If black's not right for you, it's going to reflect up onto your face. Just not good. But there's always you can. You know, we can tweak, tweak and turn that. And there's ways to wear colours that aren't the best colours. If you still want to wear them, there is ways to wear them. I never dictate to somebody and say you can't wear black. I do think it's good though because um like from a color color psychology point of view and a color personality and things like that because you know when you do create a brand and you want it to be long lasting and Richard Branson's a great example you know with Virgin that brand has gone through so many evolutions and changes but the colors and the the real kind of essence hasn't changed no. So it might have started with records and then it's ended up with planes and then it's in trains. And then we've got, you know, so if you think about that as a brand, there it's evolved a lot, but the actual principle behind it, the energy, like you said, the, the energetic vibrancy, go getting risk taking bold action, anyone at any point, whether they were in the sixties, the eighties, the noughties to now would recognize Virgin. Absolutely. And that's what you want. But also, if you say, if you say Virgin, who do you think of straight away? You think of, of yeah. uh, Branson. Yeah. You know, Holly Branson is coming through as well. But, you know, that's because they've built up a personal brand. The other big uh, personal brands we know, like Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey yeah. Gary Lee, you know, Marie Folio, you know, they've all built up absolutely amazing personal brands. But but linking to what we said at the very start, what they've done is they've done it in a way that is around their values, their lifestyle, their energy, who they are, you know. So Richard Branson would openly talk about the fact he's made loads of mistakes. He nearly went under. He took all these risks. But now his business reflects that. He's innovative. He is cutting edge, trend setting, doing all of these things. Gary Vee likes to be provocative, goes against the grain, really evokes anger and frustration and is really strong. But then that stayed with the brand. So but all of those things, like you said, they're kind of his brand values. Yeah. Are really important to him. Like you've yeah, yeah. And that's why we have to do ourselves, not look at other people and go, well, I like that and I like that and I might have some of that. That's why it's got to be true to you because how can you talk with passion mm. if you're not talk talking from your heart? Yeah. And it won't so, last, will it? And how can other people buy into you if you're not talking from your heart, if you're trying to be somebody else? Mm, mm. And it will fade because you just can't sustain that. Mm. I love that. And this is kind of, I feel like we've maybe talked about this one so we'll go on to the next one but a bit about 
you know, what helps your brand stand out. We've done some work on that in terms of the values, the longevity of who you are, how you bring yourself into your brand and what you stand for, looking at your own energy and essence. But is there anything that you would add to that, focused on that as a specific point? You know, how do you focus on standing out? Consistency. Mm. It's a big one for me whether that be in your personal brand and in your style it's like the consistency no again this is the whole beauty of understanding and knowing who you are that's why that foundational work that I know I keep coming back to is so important and that happens to be the game changer for everybody because then you stop being a chameleon and trying to be like everybody else you stand your own power you know who you are how you want to be seen heard and remembered and you stay consistent in that without faltering from it of course you evolve and change we all evolve and change over time but fundamentally you know who you are but consistency is another the, the next big one for me there mm, oh, that's like my love language that's my favorite word so I think that's true though because actually a lot of people watch what you do for a long period of time before they do anything and take action and if that changes and flips and goes in all these different directions it's hard for people to almost stay on track with you and, and trust what you're doing without seeing you as someone that is you know which there's nothing wrong with this but if you've got a very explorative changing transient brand it's hard for people to latch on to anything and really think that that's for them and resonate because it just keeps moving so the idea of yeah the consistency for people for example if you suddenly started talking about dog walking because you just love it let's just say you just love it but it's never come up before you might have people in your audience that think oh is this is this where she's going is this I don't have a dog like do I is this now not for me like has she changed what she's doing if someone's doing that constantly like oh I, I just love this and I love this and I love that and that it becomes very um liquid li yeah diluted it's hard for people to then really really grasp who you are and what you stand for isn't it absolutely totally you've got to stay consistent in what you're doing and you've got to say you know true to your word um and the other things I would say that really help you stand out is um not going too much down this route is obviously building on that strategy and doing that planning um mm. and building in those uh, personal brand photo shoots thinking about your brand consistently and how you are being perceived and also asking your audience, you know, sometimes just checking in with them as well and just asking them questions and making sure you're building up that community and all those things. They're, they're the things that really just make you stand out and stay top of mind for people because effectively from a marketing point of view, that's what you're trying to do in your personal branding. It is forms part of your whole marketing campaign. Yeah. Um, and it's you very know. easy to do. Yeah, it's and it, I think it's easy for people. I've had so many people say, well, I don't want to be the face of my brand and I don't really want to put myself out there. And I know that sounds a bit harsh, but you know what? In this big, scary game of entrepreneurship and, and running your own business, sadly, it's one of the things that we do have to go, yeah, you've got to put your big girl pants on and we've got to do it. It's the easiest way for you to get yourself out there. So it might feel hard, it's never going to be easy, but you're right. I have people say, I don't want to put myself out there, but it's the easiest way for people to know who you are. God, you know, and, and it's not easy for people to go live. Okay. It's not easy to go up on stage. My God, you know, earlier this year, I went, I had to go up live on stage. 
um, in front of you know, a, a massive audience. And I'm not going to lie, I was so nervous, but yeah, I wanted to do it. Nothing would have stopped me. But you know what? When you feel confident in yourself, which that's why I go back to the fundamentals of how we start this off, is when you feel confident in yourself and you're stepping out and you feel absolutely amazing. And that's where the clothes can be your armor, but they're only your armor if they're reflecting who you are on the inside, not if somebody's just putting you in something because they think you'll look great in it and you don't. Mm -hmm. So that's why the whole you know, um, what's the word, like um, fusion of it together is so important because then you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready. I've yeah. watched clients walk into like a networking event and lit up the room, lit up the room and have people turn around and go, oh, and you know, they've just been a whole different presence around them. And you know that saying, you know, become the most confident woman in the room. It's mm -hmm. kind of like that scenario and that's what you want to feel. And that's the power of understanding your personal brand and building your image into that. And when you've got that, then that can lead you on to that kind of unstoppable success that let's be honest, everybody wants. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I love that. Okay, so is there anything, because we've covered like quite a lot of things around the style, the brand, colours, who you are, how you stand out. If you were to speak to someone and they were to come to you and really need want want this to move their business forward you know really want to make an impact connect with their audience all the things we've spoken about are there any top tips you would give people that we haven't looked at that people could walk away from this uh, conversation and think yes I can go and do that that and that as a starting point right so we've covered off obviously we've talked about the importance of um of tapping into yourself I think planning Okay, I know we've touched on this is, is the number one thing I think people don't do. They just want to go for it. They don't put any planning in place. Mm. And they also want instant results. They don't realize that, you know, you've got to put the plans in place and you've got to build it all um, and then get it out there and then keep on consistently working on it and then wait for the results to come through. And it doesn't mean you're failing if things don't happen for you immediately. And the same comes, you know, in your personal brand, it's very much the same. Um, so my top tips would really be to do that fundamental work to start with. Look at working with somebody to help you do that because you can do it on your own. But as you know, you can do it much quicker by working with somebody else as well. Stay true to yourself, completely and utterly stay true to yourself you know, have those goals and know what your destination is and how you want to get there. Um, and literally there are, you know, the, the points of working in your personal brand as well in making sure, but I think that the biggest one is the authenticity, um, you know, and making sure that you are absolutely being the real you and not somebody else, which we've covered loads in this. Mm -hmm. so even like you said, if someone just sits down and writes down what they do like, what they don't like, yeah what they, do, what they wouldn't do, do that. if you think about it you wouldn't do that to start off with you'd start off just literally by googling and going oh what's you know what's current at the moment what's other people's what are other people doing should I be doing that and hands up everybody out there who's probably done that including me to start with you know you look around you for inspiration inspiration yeah. is fine but you've just got to make sure ultimately you're projecting yourself the way you want to so people can see you they can remember you and you build your own reputation that when you leave the room people absolutely know who you are mm, I love that oh thank you so much for this you're so so welcome it's been brilliant to talk to you
No, I know. I love it. I was going to let me know if there's anywhere else, but I was going to obviously put your handle for Instagram on because that's where people can get access to things like your freebies, your trainings that you've done, um, your style guides, like access to what you do for your website services. Is there anything else um, apart from your Instagram handle that you would want people to have access to? uh instagram's there obviously you can find me on linkedin at janine coney um and my website is now janineconey.co.uk um so you will find me over there amazing so in the show notes i'll put your instagram handle and your website and then at least people have got the option Perfect. yeah and then like i said janine's got loads of things that you can then go and store and consume and get access to but it's better than you can just go and spend time and hang out on her website and her instagram and, and find all of those things brilliant thank you so much thank you thank you so much i loved it loved it thank you for having